Welcome to The Blaze. This is episode 66. I am your host, Alejandro Vega. I want to thank you for pushing play. As always, this was an amazing week. You know, I was still getting over my my earache from last week. And, and I got to tell you, you know, this has really put uh, me in perspective of of really what uh, I really want to be doing with, with my time. Uh, my time hasn't been real structured as of late. And I got to tell you that I've been kind of guilty on that. And uh, last episode, I kind of really put off. Uh, I didn't. I didn't really have enough time to prepare. Been trying to really just relax and 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 really uh, get back to where I, where I want to be. And where I want to be is how I am this week. Prepared. I got things ready for you guys. And 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 you know what? It, it it's hard to come up with content every week. Uh, to really just try to refresh and and to make things a little bit uh, better each week and you know that the earache kind of just really put a damper into my week. Uh, I I just I just feel like I was kind of selfish in that matter where I thought uh, I needed to get the rest that I needed uh, to to feel better and and you know what it it really it really helped and I got to tell you you know. Uh, through this whole podcast kind of endeavor, I, I really uh, am still learning all the little steps. I'm still learning uh, what kind of worth ethic I have. And to see that even though uh, I wasn't feeling my best and, and I wasn't going to give my best, I still showed up. I still uh, did the podcast. I still did the episode. And I got to tell you, I was really, really surprised with uh, the number of views and the number of people that really still, uh, uh, you know, supported it. And to me, it, it, and that's where I feel selfish because uh, I kind of put myself uh, only in in that seat. And, and I don't think you uh, other people realize exactly what I put into it and, uh, and, and what uh, I kind of get from this. And. You know, it, it's a strange thing right now. Uh, podcasts are, 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 are in the end right now. And if you haven't heard, Joe Rogan actually uh, is a $100 million man because of a podcast. You know, and, and just seeing that that kind of money is being spent on on uh, audio and uh, and content, you know, it makes me feel like there's something that I could pursue a little more in this podcast. And that's something that, you know, is going to keep going on through time. You know, this is only episode 66. We're still in the in the first phases of the podcast. Uh, I, my, my real dream right now is to get to episode 100 without any hiccups, without any mishaps, uh, without missing one week of a podcast. Uh, that is my goal, and I, and that is my goal that I'm setting, uh, that I've been setting this whole time with this podcast. And I just want you guys to know that through this whole thing, um, with your support and and with uh, the way that you guys have really uh, helped me push this podcast to the next direction, I got to tell you that uh, it's showing me that I have a lot more in my tank too, uh, especially from last week. You know, uh, I feel I feel a hundred percent better. Uh, all last week I was, you know, maybe 85 to, to, uh, 75%. I still, I didn't have a much pain in my ear, but I, I had discomfort and I also, uh, felt like I was getting sick and uh, I'm not saying getting sick, like, uh, the flu or anything, but I wasn't, I was really tired. Um, the pain, the pain and the, and the, and the discomfort really put me in a bad spot 
you know. Uh, but while I was on, on on my way of healing, I had to really uh, take in, uh, into account that, you know, I am going to have these times where I'm going to get sick. I'm going to have times where I'm, I'm just not going to feel like I want to do uh, this podcast. And it just reminds me every week, you know, you guys remind me every week that it's a lot bigger than who I am. And it's a lot bigger than I realize. Um, and, and I just need to keep keep going with this. And I, I just want to make this something more special for everyone, including me. You know, every week I want it to be something great, something that we could really uh, uh, bond over. And, you know, with with this community of, of, of um, the Blaze podcast, you know, it's been great knowing uh, that people are listening. Uh, new people are listening at that. Um, new countries, I mean... It's been it's been awesome to see that the list of countries uh, of supporters uh, keeps uh, getting higher and higher and, and to me is it's it's amazing that this podcast is is made for you know the Central Valley but the Central Valley also is getting the exposure that I feel like it needs um, and th- this is this is something that I I never realized uh, starting the podcast I thought. Oh, you know what? It's only going to be local people listening to it. It's only going to be a certain few—not a certain few, but the people that that uh, that really want this kind of content. Instead, I feel like we're getting people that are investing their time, investing their uh, basically their plays and their views, and, and they're spending it with us every week. And to me, it's just I got to keep going. I got to keep moving. Um, but I've been feeling so good this week. I've been feeling like back to my old self, back to the happy-go-lucky guy. Uh, this ear infection is now totally, totally gone. Uh, I have no pain. I have no discomfort. I've been swimming all week. Um, that's exactly how I've been beating this heat. This heat has been sufferable. I mean, I've been suffering this whole time, laying on my bed, sweating just knowing that man I just want to be in the pool I want to be relaxing I want to you know and that's and that's one thing that I was feeling that whole time is you know I'm in quarantine can't do anything anyway uh have to really just take it easy and and to me is I don't I'm not that person I'm always someone that likes to go places I'm a person that always likes to to talk or or to have people over, uh, hence the podcast, you know. But I've, I've, I've been having that trouble to really find um, that, you know, you're going to have those hiccups. And, 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 and actually me being in this heat actually made me feel like, you know what, you're going to start taking your care of yourself a little more, a little bit better. And that's how... It's going to have to be, you know, you get sick and then you have to take care of yourself a little bit better. And that's where it's at right now. And, and that's where uh, we are right now with this whole thing, uh, especially with the the weather where it's at right now. 100 plus for a few days uh, should be going back down this weekend. But you know what? I'll still be in the pool because it's going to be hot all summer. I'm going to be I'm, I'm literally going to be in the pool every day. 
multiple times a day. So I I don't know about you guys and, and the way that you're going to be beating the heat. I know some don't have a pool. Some have the air conditioning. And honestly, if that's how you beat the heat, that's how you beat the heat. But during this time of uh, of trying to recoup and, and get my ear back to back to normal, I have been watching... Uh, the Last Dance, and if you haven't heard of The Last Dance, it's the uh, Chicago Bulls uh, Michael Jordan documentary uh, that took place in 1998 season uh, when uh, Jordan retired. Uh, this was an amazing documentary. Um, they they did it well. Uh, the only miss, the only thing that I I, I think they could have done better was uh, how they. Uh, the timeline of, of how they were talking about the the last uh, Jordan's last season. Um, I feel like they kept going back and forth, back and forth. And for someone for uh, like my wife, who I wanted her to witness this, uh, it, it, it was really hard for her to keep up. She had a lot of questions. And then once I, once we started talking about it and once she started realizing, you know, Oh my gosh, like that, this is the last season that he ever played. She was like, well, why do they keep going back to 92? Why do they keep going back to 93? And, and to me, that was, it was a good way that they did that just to, just to show you that uh, it took a boiling point for him to really step away from the game and come back to be the better Michael Jordan. You know, he was a great Michael Jordan, uh, the first three championships, but I feel like he was the GOAT the last three championships and it proves it in this documentary. Um, you know, there's a lot, there's a lot of, um, talk. LeBron's the best player that ever lived. Kobe's the best player that ever lived. Uh, but there wouldn't be any of those guys without Jordan. So if you're interested in a good documentary, make sure you check out the last dance. I know it's a Netflix original, but they re released 10 episodes on ESPN and then uh, I think they're releasing it now on Netflix. Uh, but make sure you guys take take the advantage and, and really uh, watch this 10-part documentary. And, uh, you know, tell me for yourself what you think about, uh, even if you're not a sports fan, you know, even if you're just uh, just a, a, a fan of, of good documentaries. I mean, let me know what you think about this documentary because to me, I felt like they did a great job and especially with how many years uh, since that happened. I mean, 98, we're in 2020. I mean, you got to think, you know, 20, 20 years, that's a long, long time. So uh, just to see what it took Michael Jordan to, to become the greatest, uh, what it took him to, to, to try to lead his team, and especially all the all the mishaps and all the mistakes that he made along the way, you know, it it shows you that um, he was he was more than just a basketball player. He was more than just um, an actor or or a businessman. You know what? He's a human being. He had flaws. He had uh, he had a lot of um, things that he had to deal with. Uh, while people didn't understand exactly the lifestyle that he lived, you know, people thought it was so easy to be like Mike when in the line, you know, in the, in hindsight, he, he was, he was just like any one of us and he had those bad days and those good days. So this is a good way to show, uh, you know, history in, in a way of, uh, of sports because, uh, without, 
knowing knowing what happened before us, you know, uh, what's coming next will never happen. So this is a great documentary to check out. But while I've been watching that documentary, I've also been listening to a lot of music lately. And uh, the the artist that I wanted to talk about was actually someone that my wife um, really respects. Uh, she's a big hip hop head. Uh, she loves who she loves. She doesn't. She doesn't really love um, the the most popular, but she loves who she loves, and and uh, she really put me on to, to this artist. Uh, we both uh, found this artist through uh, Netflix's Rhythm and Flow, and I've talked about Rhythm and Flow before uh, in the podcast, but I wanted to talk about this uh, artist. His by uh, he goes by the name D Smoke. And he just actually released his first album, Black Habits. And uh, D Smoke, to me, uh, was definitely the, the, the front runner of that, that whole uh, Rhythm of Flow competition. Uh, he had, he's, he's bilingual, so he speaks Spanish and he speaks English. Um, but this new project, Black Habits, really changed the game for how I thought about uh, D Smoke. I've, I've always thought he was a great artist. I always thought he had he had it in him to really uh, put out a great album. Uh, but this one, uh, Black Habits, really changed my perception on on what is real music and what is hip hop and and all that. You know, it, he reminds me of Kendrick, uh, but he has his own pizzazz of, of the way that he does his his uh, style, and, th and that's what I appreciate the most is. You know what these LA cats they have they have the same ambition they have the, all the same wants and dreams but they all do it a little different and and especially when you're bilingual and you can rap in different languages to me that that already puts you on a little uh higher pedestal uh but my favorite tracks off this uh Black Habits project was Bullies Gaspar Yanga which uh featured Snoop Dogg and Like My Daddy and I got to tell you their, the whole album was excellent. It's worth the listen. Um, even if you're not a hip hop fan, take a second, watch the watch the Netflix uh, rhythm and flow, and and really go back and see uh, how this artist really became uh, who he is now. You know, at one point uh, he maybe he maybe not have had even known that he had all this um, artistry in him to to really make a great album. Maybe he knew he had some talent, and 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 all it all it needed to happen was him to become, uh, you know. He just needed to get noticed, and with this album Black Habits, I think everybody could appreciate it. So make sure you go out there and and try to listen to some new music. But while you're at it, let me know what you guys are watching. Let me know what you guys are listening to. You know what this is. This has been a hard section for me because it, this I love to listen to my own the own stuff that I like to listen to but I also like to be challenged I also want to uh, know new types of music so let me know what you guys are listening to let me know what you guys are watching um I know each week I do this section and and I and I give you guys um what I'm watching and listening to but I hope one time I'll get someone to either call into the podcast, message me, and give me just just something that you that other than I'm picking to listen to or to watch. So, if you guys are listening to that, 
make sure you guys are, are uh, messaging the podcast and letting let us know exactly what you want want us to listen to. But like I said, this has been a great week. I, I can't wait to get right into this podcast. But I just got to say thank you one more time for pushing play and spending uh, a, a few minutes with, with, with me. Um, but let's start the podcast off right now. And the first thing I wanted to talk about, and we talked about it last week, was Fresno opening up. Um, you know, there's a lot of co- confusion right now of what businesses are open, what businesses will be open uh, this week, uh, what um, what 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 gives them to uh, the criteria to open. Um, right now, I haven't heard of any bar opening. Um, I think when it comes to bars, it, 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 it's a safety measure that they have to take sanitary safety measure. Uh, when it comes to food, I think, uh, there are more places that are, that are selling food are open. That doesn't mean every place is open. I think there are some businesses that are going to take their time to open, especially with something like this, with where COVID uh, is still out and about. Uh, within the last week, we've actually had uh, a number of cases. Uh, I think it was like 90 cases uh, more and, and actually four deaths uh, in, in the last week. So seeing how everything's you know, opening up and, and people are taking the chances to really, uh, kind of go, go, go into these restaurants, go into, uh, department stores and stuff like that. You know, um, I don't, I don't think everything's going to open up right away, but I think, um, we will see a resurgence of, of these businesses going back into business. And I don't think it's going to be a full scope model for a while. I think they're going to implement some new, types of restrictions uh i haven't been to any department store like a ross or a, or a, um you know not essential business um it's gonna take me a while to really want to go to a restaurant sit down and eat sit down and drink uh it's gonna and especially at some of my place favorite places you know and that it's kind of sad uh because i feel like we've been quarantining this whole time for the last two months. And then all of a sudden, you know, we, we get a, we get a, we get a backlash from, from it being closed. And then now we're in this position where we have to open and we have to do this and have to do no to me is I think business should, should have the choice. Uh, I think, uh, the government should really be backing those businesses that are really taking their time to 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 remain closed during this uh, until further notice you know and, and and to me uh it's better safe than sorry and i don't want to be that one uh to to get infected or be the one to pass the infection somewhere else i think that would be the worst thing possible i think uh, fresno really has its own mentality on this issue and i feel like uh the last 2 weeks have been a lot of pressure uh, to open up uh, businesses, which I don't think should have should have been implemented so quickly. But, you know, uh, we have to wait and see. We have to wait and see on the data. Uh, you know, we've seen states open weeks ago. Uh, so 
we just gotta we just gotta wait and see and and, and see exactly what's what's happening. Uh, but I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you right now that I think there's still gonna be a lot of cases of COVID nineteen and and there's gonna be a lot of um, a lot of doubt that that it's gonna go away soon. Um, and that's the scary part, you know, especially with um, the social distancing and still having to wear masks. And 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 uh, it, it's just heartbreaking because uh, we we are in a society where small businesses need to be open, but I, but I also think that if if uh, you could restrict or or you could have your own um, opinion about that as a business owner, I think it's important that you that you do. Um, I, I I know for me, like I said, I, it's going to take months, maybe a, almost a year until I'm really feeling comfortable to really sit down, uh, eat at a restaurant or, or drink at a bar. So that's just my opinion. Uh, but I, I, I'm really happy that Fresno was back at work and people were working and, and, you know, getting paid. I, I know you can only live on, um, unemployment for so long. And especially if, if you work in the, in the food industry where you depend on tips and you depend on, um, you know, extra, that extra income of money, like tips go a long way. I know my wife works at a brewery. She, she was, she's not a server, but she was, you know, getting tips and she was getting a, a, a really good amount of tips, you know, and, and to see that money go away. Um, it, it's just, it's, I know it's going to be a struggle for a lot of people. And I, I just hope that, uh, you know, if you're a business owner, make your own decision, don't let uh, anybody or, or any kind of political stance um, make you open. So, I, and I salute those businesses that are taking those precautions. But while we're talking about Fresno, let's talk about uh, Fresno music. Let's talk about Central Valley music. Um, and this artist is is one of my favorites. And you guys know, know him uh, if you listen to the podcast throughout throughout the whole time uh but mc wicks actually came out uh last week with uh his newest album ghetto artsy and he talked about ghetto artsy actually in the blaze talks um which was held right before the quarantine um so go back go listen to the to the blaze talks with mc wicks uh where he talks about um ghetto artsy and and, and exactly what uh his his kind of position is for ghetto artsy, um, but for me, I feel like MC Wicks is literally the prophet of the Central Valley. He's the he's the realest artist that I know um, that really tells it how it is, but also portrays how Fresno is at the same time. That's a little different the way that I say that. You know, he he does his own thing. Plus, he puts it on for the city, and and he doesn't he doesn't um, hold back. He 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 lets he lets you know just how bad it is. But we also, as Fresno, embrace the bad in a certain way. So we got to really support MC Wicks, um, especially with this new this new uh, album, which you it could be bought on Bandcamp. Uh, it's called Ghetto Artsy, and. Some of my favorite songs off this album is Ghetto Streets featuring Denji and Diego Red. Um, that was actually, I want to talk about Diego Red. He actually interviewed um, MC Wicks. And I got to tell you, that was a great interview. 
And interviewing Wicks is really easy because you know what? He's so he, he's an advocate for hip hop. He's an advocate for Fresno. He's an advocate for local businesses. Um, and this is what makes it so awesome to to, to be a part uh, of MC Wicks and and to be able to review some of his music and also um, hear hear music from him anytime that you know it's out there. Um, the last I, I've heard uh, some of these songs before they even drop, um, especially um, "Don't Stop" featuring BKR. I heard that track before it was even out, and uh, the next song that I liked also was "Shining Like a Star." Uh, but this this album was literally had gems all over it, and I think anybody that loves music or or loves the 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 culture of music here in Fresno should really check out MC Wicks. Um, it, it, he really, he really is turning, turning that time for, for, for Fresno, uh, hip hop and Fresno music. Um, and that's, what's big is Fresno music is, uh, is bigger and, and better because MC Wicks is on that front line for us, really fighting to get noticed and really fighting to really, uh, per- persuade people that Fresno is actually coming out with some of these hard, hard hitters, you know? We got BK coming out, D, uh, Diego Red, Dingy. Uh, we did uh, your boy The Fee last week. I mean, we have a lot of uh, capability to be uh, a heavy hitter in, in the music entertainment industry. But now I want to take the time to really wish the class of 2020 a happy graduation. Uh, this, this past week I've seen multiple schools have, um, graduations, their own special ceremonies. And I got to tell you, I wanted to take the time out to really tell those, uh, that have, that have no graduation or no, uh, nothing implemented for you that you are thought about and you are, um, you are a part of the class of 2020 and 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 even though you're not walking across that that stage and getting the diploma and really feeling uh accomplished i think for for tw- the graduates of 2020 you guys have something that nobody else has you guys are built with this character and you guys have really taken this and really showed your true colors as a graduating class and you know i have a uh, a sister-in-law that is graduating this this year and and to see that she will not get a graduation has really um, really showed me uh that she every everyone from 2020 deserves a little recognition and to see what the little things that they've in, implemented like uh, adopting students I think that's a great way to to kind of uh ease this but um Definitely wanted to really uh, tell you guys a job well done. Keep going. Don't let this dampen any of your of your guys' success. You know this is a minimal milestone. It sh- it sh- it should be really not overlooked. But if you guys could overlook it and and try to bring that positive around it and and build from it. I think definitely you guys will succeed and you guys will have an upper hand over anybody else. 
So congrats, graduating class of 2020. Now let's talk about sports. Let's start with the MLB. Uh, the MLB is trying to implement the season this year as uh, bargaining agreements has, has been uh, the talk right now. I think uh, the MLB wanted to cut salaries by 40%. Um, and then it ended up being that players had um, their own kind of implementation of safety rules, uh, safety protocols, how how could you guarantee safety? Um, I think there's a lot going on right now in the MLB, especially when it comes to the money. Uh, I, I understand that right now um, they're talking about less games, which means less money. Uh, but I know that uh, you know league sources and 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 uh, play, the players' association is uh, still in 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 contact with the with the owners and and the and the league uh and they're still trying to implement a season but it's going to take a while and it's going to take some time to really um make this happen uh to me the highest players are going to get the pay cuts and it's going to be noticeable you know it's going to be noticeable for a season and that's what I think it needs to be portrayed is, you know, this is only for one season. You, you you're not gonna you're not gonna uh, lose your pay for the next five or six seasons if you're under contract. I think if it if it's for a great cause like sports for people that need it right now, I think you know the players association for the for for the MLB should really uh, be behind implementing the season. Um, it's, I know there's a lot more talks of, of money and, and where and where's this money gonna go um, why, why why do players have to take a, a hit in a drastic way um, but it all it all leads up to sales ticket sales um, TV views um, there's a lot to this that 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 I think a lot of people don't understand um, and I understand for for the players, it's it's about safety. It's about controlling what you can control, and, and to make sure that um, to keep the season going and to keep people safe, um, they're gonna need to implement a little bit more safety. They need to they need to do it like what the NBA is proposing, and to have like a a bubble a bubble um, arena or a bubble like cohabitation area where players are are uh, with each other uh and i mean they you know that that to me that's safety that's putting it out there and, and saying if you get if you go outside of this bubble and you get covid sorry you're not gonna play you know that's just how it should go uh the mlb i know when it when when they talk about pay cuts you know, you're you're talking you're talking a lot of money. Baseball players make a lot of money, but I think if it if it if it's to to implement a season, I think some of these players should get behind this. Uh, but we'll see. The talks are, are still going on uh, as as we're as the weeks are progressing, and I, I hope that uh, the talks get more serious as as time moves forward. And a lot of these uh, sporting leagues are in limbo right now. 
the NFL is still having a tough time writing their schedule and getting things uh, to to come to par. Uh, I know when it comes to NFL, you're talking field field capacity arenas. Um, you know, you got a 72 man roster. You have coaches out the because you have a bunch of coaches. You have a bunch of um, analysts. You, I mean, when you talk about a, a football game, there's a lot that goes into it. Um, I feel like right now, maybe the NFL is might be on the right track to to really uh, take more precautions when it comes to the COVID-19, uh, especially when they're talking about no fans. Uh, I know that's going to be a big, big thing um, for a lot of sporting events. You know, the fans are words what it's about. It's about the fan experience. It's about getting that ticket sale, uh, making sure that, you know, you, you, you get these people inside the, inside the arenas, and I don't think NFL is going to have a, a problem with uh, ratings on TV. I just think, how are they going to implement a season with limited traveling, a season with uh, limited exposure to the to the virus? Um, it's still going to be a long haul for the NFL as well to try to implement a season. Um, I know the talks right now are still no fans, uh, limited amount of traveling, um, but seeing how they already came out with the the schedule, I, I think that uh, they're still destined to, to to play that play out that schedule and not take as much precaution um, in traveling than than they should. But you know, NFL to me um, is, isn't until you know months away, so there might be uh, there might be data that shows that they're ready to to, to really play the season. And I think the NFL should really uh, look at a lot of these other um, leagues like the MLB and the, and the NFL um, and, and really try to implement some of their uh, precautions that they might be taking. Which the NBA is now probably the front runner in, in when it comes to the precautions of COVID-19. Uh, they're talking about uh, making the season um and and going to Disney World and having a whole season at, at Disney World, uh, I think they're going to do uh, tournament play, or or this this is the talks. Uh, it's still unknown uh, until I can really get an answer and, and, and say, hey, the season starts this date. Um, it's still going to be up in the air, and I think that's a good thing. You know, they they really got to plan this out. They really got to. Uh, put put some ideas together, but I think NBA is, is doing it right. They're talking about making a making a uh, the Disney World their bubble area, and they're gonna they're gonna uh, have all the players stay at Disney World. Um, they're gonna have they're gonna impl- implement a season, but then it's gonna be a short season, which in turn allows teams that were at the bubble to make the playoff run. And then they'll have a, a like a tournament style uh, of who makes the, who makes the, the cut. And then it goes into the playoffs. Uh, I think this, this is when, when we talk playoffs automatically in basketball, we just get excited and, and we get 
we go back to those to those to those days of of uh, hard tough basketball and that's what we like the most but to get there i think these players need a lot more time uh to to be playing at a high level uh than a couple weeks i, I think you know if they did a, a months long worth of season and and to get these tail end uh teams um to 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 win games or to or to challenge teams you know uh, I think that's what it takes, but I know, you know, there's teams that are outside of the the realm of making the playoffs or even being close to the playoffs, and still having a chance to be able to 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 win a championship. I, I don't know. It, it, to me, it just doesn't seem the the right way of doing things. Uh, but I I do hope that they they come out, implement a season, and and we could get some some sort of play, NBA playoffs. But now I want to talk about my favorite segment, Beer of the Week. And this week, it's Hazy Life New England IPA, brewed by Revision Brewing out of Sparks, Nevada. It drinks at a 7.75% ABV and is brewed with mosaic and cashmere hops. Revision did it again. They are one of my favorite breweries. They have been one of the most iconic breweries for um, New England style hazy IPAs. Um, they also do a lot of West Coast style IPAs that I love. Um, I've had many, many of their beers, and I still try them, and I still will give a try uh, their beers any chance I get. Uh, but I haven't really found one I haven't liked, although. Uh, you know, there are some different types of hazies that, that they do make. Uh, but this one, I have to tell you, is one of the best ones that I've tried. Uh, the front end of this beer has notes of passion fruit and lemon. Uh, and the back end has a nice malt character that allowed the hops come through on the back end, which turned to create a super smooth experience. Um, I found this actually at my Save Mart uh and and to see that revision is now in Save Mart is kind of dangerous because to me they're on top of the game right now. They brew some of the best beer, and their cans are sought after. So if you guys ever see revision uh, in your stores, or if you guys um, see revision um, on tap, make sure you guys try that out. Uh, revision to me never goes wrong. Uh, I know they mostly make IPAs and the hoppy beers, uh, but to me, they do it right. And if they're doing it right, you gotta, you gotta at least try it once. Um, to me, revision is one of those, uh, one of those breweries where, um, they take the chances and, and when they take those chances and they hit and they, and they keep going, I feel like they keep getting better. Uh, they keep, you know intriguing me to want to try more of their beer um make sure you guys are trying revision any to any chance you get because to me one of my favorite brewery, breweries of all time but i just want to thank you guys for tuning in this week uh this is a much longer podcast than usual and i want to tell you you know every second of this is because of you guys and this is uh, what the support is coming to get. You know, we're, we're we're going around full circle. We're getting we're getting back to implementing a lot of uh, new segments and a lot of new uh, information. And I know 
with you guys tagging along and and and, and really uh, giving me that feedback, I think this podcast is going to withstand the COVID nineteen scare. And I'm not scared uh, of 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 anything other than I'm not trying my hardest. And every week I want to give it to you. So make sure you guys tune in every week. Make sure you're supporting your local businesses, especially right now. The local businesses need you. Uh, make sure you're supporting your local. Um, artists these artists right now definitely need you and make sure you guys are supporting your local podcast uh, i'm alejandro veda signing off episode 66